Today is March the 24th, 2019. We have what appears to be a penultimate moment in American history. Essentially, for those in this moment, at this time, during this period of history in the United States, in America, know that we have a president who has been elected and um, is there assuming the seat of president under false pretenses. The interesting part, as we as citizens observe this travesty of justice, is that the man appears to be granted all the rights and privileges of the office, but he's illegitimate. There have been various pundits, political professionals, citizens, international commentators, you name it, who have, against all odds, mentioned that this person should not be president and should have never been granted that title based on the fact that he colluded with the Russian government to help cheat his way into the office. Of course, it's a perfect storm when you look at it from a distance. We had, despite the popularity over the years, a flawed candidate that would be Hillary Clinton, who brought so much baggage that she turned off a number of people who would have voted. Some sat home. Some were frustrated. Some had a hard time, for whatever reason, trying to figure out which person to vote for. That's ridiculous. And she, despite the fact that she won the popular vote, did not win the Electoral College. In several key states in the Midwest, Hillary Clinton lost the Electoral College vote, and therefore this man was able to win the Electoral College vote and granted, subsequently, the presidency. At this point in time in history, and let's mark this down, because at some point you have to draw a line in the sand. After 22 months of investigating, and the president has been in his office approximately two years, As we would say in medicine, the term is called, as I mentioned before, too numerous to count. He has done so many negative things. It is mind-boggling. And you can name it from being a traitor to stealing to cheating. And for Americans who were aware This is not a change in character for this individual. He's been doing it all of his life. And this is one of the reasons why he doesn't want his grades publicized. Now, if he was a stellar student that he's supposed to have been, he says he's the smartest person in the world. From a medical standpoint, such narcissistic utterances are ridiculous truly pathological, but there's a cunning and there's a purpose to that madness. 
If he were so comfortable, why can't we look at his grades? On the other hand, if he's so rich, why can't we look at his tax returns? That's because he's cheated in school. His dad probably bought his way into, and mind you now, this was not the MBA program at Wharton. This was the bachelor's program at Wharton. When he transferred from Fordham University to to Wharton School at the University of Penn, that was a bachelor's program. The thing that boggles my mind is not the person that we know, which will be him, but the people that support this. And here is the problem. You know, a person can do anything they want, but you have to have enablers. You have to have supporters to be able to carry it forth. So he doesn't want his grades released. What the hell does that have to do with the school administrators? Why all of a sudden are they scared of a lawsuit when they are sued for various and sundry other things? Do they expect the wrath of God to fall on them? Because his organization or he threatens to sue them? That's not the reason. Let's be clear here. I'm going to connect the dots. The real reason is that in, on some level, They support this man. He is, for many people in this country, a true epitome of the great white hope. After having eight years of having a black-skinned brown, in reality, man sitting in, of all places, the White House, a certain section of this country just couldn't take it anymore. My oldest son, Lance, and I were talking the other day, and he was talking about introducing his oldest son, Lance, number two, to the Reconstruction era. There are a lot of parallels in history. But here's the thing. After Lincoln had the audacity to promulgate the Emancipation Proclamation and the reaction violently, of course, in the association of all these events during that time was the Civil War. This is how much a certain element in this country did not want these things to happen to these black people. They could blame it on the economics, which indeed it was a part of that, but it really was Pure racism. Let's get down to it. And that is the issue now. The issue now is that folks do not want to see people of color succeed. We had eight years of a black president. Now, mind you now, this former president, his dad was Kenyan. His mother was Caucasian from Kansas. There was nothing in him that mirrors the true experience of most African-Americans. Most of our folks are from the western portion of Africa. Kenya is East Africa. Let's be clear. But African nonetheless, sub-Saharan African. That's good enough for most white folks.
So this man sits in the White House and he has a lovely wife, two lovely daughters. He is, for all intents and purposes, the epitome of everything that they would ever want to be. Articulate, intelligent, gracious. His wife, articulate, intelligent, gracious. The young ladies, articulate, intelligent, gracious. A solid family, including including Michelle Obama's mother, the Robinson family. Very solid people. All these things that white people always talk about in terms of family values were epitomized in Barack Obama and his family. This belied all of the stereotypes that white folks have about black people. And I'm not saying every white person, but a significant element in this country, which engendered the rage, the rage. Back, I think, in the 60s or 70s, there was this issue called white backlash. White backlash was after board versus Brown versus the Board of Education when, you know, the law through the federal government indicated that children needed to be educated on an equal level. The separate but equal was thrown out by the Supreme Court and it was decided that to be fair to people of color the children need to be educated on the same levels which at that time meant that the children needed to be brought to schools wherever there was an equivalency of quality At that time, that was the measure. The quality of the education apparently was lacking where the children were up until that time. Regardless of the nuances of funding and et cetera, et cetera, regarding these children's current, at that time, situation, busing was thought to be the solution. Well, I mean, white folks were going to stand for that, having these black kids jammed down their throats and sitting next to their children in these schools bringing their bad habits and nastiness and all other kind of negativity that is typically heaped upon our people. White backlash. Well, this is what we have now. White backlash. The powers that be on many levels, and it's not just the White House, really want to suppress the notion that people of color and progressive whites too, let's include them on some level, would actually think about changing the norm, changing the way things always used to be. Paul Mooney makes a joke. I think Paul Mooney is now retired, I believe trying to see if he was still performing at Carmine's in Manhattan and I found that he wasn't on the schedule and I did a little more research and I thought I came across something on the internet where he had retired. If somebody knows otherwise, I'd really appreciate it. They could let me know. Regardless, if the hands of time could be turned back to prior to board Brown versus the board of education and even further, I think white folks, as Paul Mooney joked, would be very happy. 
He used to joke. You know, the room is just the way we left it. Talking about slaves returning back to their white owners and assuming that cloak of slavery. Everything is just the way we left it or you left it. And also your 15 jobs without pay. And of course, those whippings that you'd get and the rape of your wives and busting up the families. Bring up the families, sending children here, there, and everywhere, sending wives here, there, and everywhere. Does that sound familiar? So the kids at the border with their parents being separated, does that sound familiar? These people have a history of doing this stuff. It's in the genes. I don't believe the powers that be and those evil forces that have promulgated that atrocity of behavior on families and children and mothers and fathers. Give it a second thought. After all, this is manifest destiny. It's a right of entitlement because we rule. So we do what we want to do and let the chips fall where they may. If you don't like it, too bad. Well, I'm going far afield with utterances because of the mindset being pissed off with this Mueller report. My son warns me that it's the long game that counts. I completely agree. But here's the way it works. We waited 22 months with a summation of a report. All this rhetoric, similar to the slam dunk that we knew that was going to happen when Hillary Clinton was running against Donald Trump. This is a slam dunk. She'll win by 350 electoral votes, yada, 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 and stuff. And then the election day, night, reality set in. What happened? Every cable network news station, even Fox, had to give it up. They said there's no way this man was going to win. But when he did, regardless of whether he cheated, regardless of whether he had help, regardless of the fact that he's a traitor, Hillary Clinton lost. Comey's missteps, the Russians, attaboy, fancy bear, hug, huggy bear, whatever the hell those bears are, these um, coders and hackers for the Russian government, the multi-level, too numerous to count, as we said before, assistance that this man got, the cheating. And there we have it. So, it was obvious that he was going to lose, but he didn't. And it was obvious over 22 months that our knight in shining honor, our Vietnam vet, our man of valor, our Lancelot, no pun intended Lance, our Lancelot was going to ride in and save the day. And he was who we thought he was. 
Robert Mueller was who we thought he was. He may have been suppressed. I get that. Barr may have attenuated the report and the investigation. How would we know? When people are Boy Scouts and they follow the rules, how the hell would we know? You know, it's interesting. In the United States, people are born to leak information. They leak with Nixon. They leaked with Bill Clinton. They leaked with uh, Lincoln. They've leaked and leaked and leaked. This is the only man I know where nobody has leaked any information. What really was going on? Oh, well, we'll find a report on Friday evening. Uh, There'll be a summation on Sunday night. Uh... We can't give you any information because it's too close to the election. It may alter the election integrity. So on and so on and so forth. So our knight in shining armor ends the investigation quizzically. Pundits, and I was one of them, thought that the investigation was going to continue because there were just too many balls up in the air. You had Carter Page, you had, you know, I'm not going to name all these people. I can't even remember all of them. But you had all these folks pending Hope Hicks, Giuliani, Stone, that goddamn Steve Bannon, Eric Prince, Jr., Eric Trump, the daughter, Ivanka, even Melania. I mean, this just goes on and on and on and on. And somehow, how do these folks slip away? They slipped away from even an investigation as far as we know. We don't know. And indeed, maybe Barr's hands on the scale, but I'm not so sure. I'm not so sure. I'm a conspiracy theorist. Just like with 9-11. We don't even want to get into that. Something's up. Mueller, Boy Scout, Vietnam vet, Lancelot, knight in shining armor. Clean as a board of health. Got all, you know, it's interesting. When you hear people say, this man is of high integrity, forget it. That's a kiss of death. That doesn't mean anything. We know how this system works. When people start lauding folks, there's dirt somewhere. There's dirt somewhere. So, what am I implying? All I can say is that an investigation ended. The president was never questioned. That idiot. Of course he wasn't questioned. He can't tell. He can't go through and paragraph a speech without lying five times. He'd step in it as soon as he'd open his freaking mouth. And there it is. Anyway. We will see what develops in time. After. The Democrats decide to get up off their asses and start doing some real work. I don't want to hear about it's too soon to impeach. I guess they're not saying that anymore. 
We need to wait for the Mueller report. That's out. So that's not an excuse. They're on vacation. It seems like Congress is on vacation every freaking five minutes. They need to start earning their money. Regardless. What are the Democrats going to do? Here's what they need to do. And I'm not the first one to say this. Maxine Waters has been saying it since day one. Impeach. What the problem is. It doesn't matter whether you win or lose. Impeach. Keep his ass in the crosshairs. Period. Isn't that what Swite just said about the inaugural attendance numbers? He had the largest inauguration attendance. Period. That's how we do. Anyway. I feel better already getting this off my chest. And uh, for Mr. Mueller, he'd earn points with me if he could figure out a way to get out some real information. You're a Vietnam vet. Figure it out. This is the OR. DJD. Robert Williams. March the 21st, 2019. See you on the other side.